0: And God sees all we do. The angels watch and so does Christ. What honor and glory and joy to do battle in the presence of God and to have Christ approve our victory. Let us arm ourselves in full strength and prepare ourselves for the ultimate struggle with blameless hearts, true faith, and unyielding courage. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. That is a prayer from the common of several martyrs from the Liturgy of the Hours, which I was praying this morning for today's uh, feast, which is very unknown, but very relevant, and a profound uh, group of young men, young and old, actually. Uh, We'll get to that in a second. Uh, First, the prayer intention today is for the people suffering from the earthquakes in Europe. Uh, both the deceased, we commend them into the arms of Jesus as divine mercy, and those left behind who mourn. Uh maybe lift them up in our prayers today. Uh, also, in a little update, one of my listeners um, heard the show I when I spoke about the apostolic pardon at the point of death and that that can be prayed by lay people if there's no priest present. <coughs> Excuse me. And so she found it uh, I guess she researched on the internet, and she found a website that produces these little business size cards that have the pardon on them that you can carry in your wallet or your purse. And if you come upon someone in danger of dying and there's no priest, you can pray the prayer that releases them from all uh, purgation time in purgatory. And these can be found at www.catholicprayercards.org. Www.cat- And a special thank you to Donna. She's also a parishioner for bringing this to my attention. Super. Okay. So, um, why did a Lady choose Medjugorje to appear? Well, um, I think it's because of the great faith that people have in this part of the world. And uh, if you've been to Medjugorje... Uh, you can see it it's so plain the entire village goes to mass uh, every day they pray the uh, complete all the mysteries of the rosary every day Um, they're very hospitable they open their homes to all these strange foreign visitors Uh, it's just a different kind of place but it really is the whole region it's not just Medjugorje and about 40 kilometers away there is a little town by the name of Soroki Brejig that has twelve thousand uh, residents. And this town, uh, they had these house, uh, this monastery of Franciscan friars that established themselves there. and um, they they made such an impact on the region the people really fell in love with the Franciscans. So there was a period, when the Turkish dominated uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina, the area there, and um, there were 12 Franciscan friars who decided to construct a monastery in this land that they lived in, and they did so in the town of Siroki brezig And Siroki brezig means, if you translate it to English, it means Wide Hill, and the uh, that's the region that they're in they're in this region of this wide hill not quite a mountain and so they did build it and uh, they dedicated it to Our Lady assumed into heaven and uh, they also built a seminary next to it and it became a scholastic center where they taught the children many generations of uh, Bosnia Herzegovina children And it also uh, played a role as a house for boarders who came from far away. Um, So it really was a Christian cultural center, a Catholic cultural center. And a shrine, uh, sort of, it became for those pilgriming uh, across the land. About 100 years later, exactly 100 years later to the the year, the monastery was devastated and destroyed. And this happened... uh, on February 7th 1945 so 78 years ago today uh, this place was decimated so what happened was there were 30 of these uh, friars living at the monastery ages 20 to 80 and one day the communist soldiers showed up at the monastery and they uh, screamed at them and said God is dead there is no God there is no Pope there is no Church and there's no need for you go back into the world and work now this is an interesting point here because they were not immediately killed they're given a choice to leave their monastery basically renounce their vows and go out into the world and get a job so at first they could have fled uh, easily so the friars didn't budge and so they started screaming at them and threatening them and blaspheming god and they ordered them all to take off their religious habits and the friars responded we're consecrated religious we do not take our habits off so this uh, enraged one of the soldiers who took the crucifix off the wall he threw it on the ground he stepped on it and he said, now you, step on this crucifix. And one by one, each of them knelt down and they embraced the crucifix and kissed the face of Jesus on it and holding it to their chest, they said, my God and my all. And one by one, they were shot in the head right down to the very last one. Then they took their bodies, threw them outside into a cave, doused them with gasoline And lit them on fire, just as an act of desecration. Uh, So these friars went to their death praying, and they were singing the litany of Our Lady. They were also forgiving their executioners. So, how do we know this? Well, we know this because one of the soldiers was so shocked by this heroic behavior of the friars that he remembered uh, ever since he was a little boy, he heard from his mother that there is a God, that God does exist. But then his whole adult life, he was uh, kind of brainwashed by Lenin and Stalin and Tito, uh, these leaders that were communists that over and over kept saying there is no God, he doesn't exist. So his life winds up in this crossroads between the believers and the non-believers to the point of death and he witnesses the martyrdom of these friars and he was absolutely perplexed by their peacefulness, their praying, their blessing of their persecutors, their prayers of forgiveness for these executioners, begging God to pardon their sins and in that moment his mother's words came Ringing in his head like a giant gong Saying God does exist There is no way people can be executed Under peaceful circumstances without a God And it's the peace that comes from heaven That reigns in those hearts So that soldier walked away from that And he converted to Catholicism And he had a son and a daughter The son grew up and became a priest The daughter grew up and became a religious sister so, it's an, that's not all, though. You know, There was something like four or 500 vocations to the priesthood that grew out of that little town of 12,000 people in the 35, 40 years to come after. One of them was Father Slavko Barbarich, who was the, kind of the pastor over the Medjugorje pilgrims for several decades. Uh, so, truly, the words... Uh, we hear the words that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church that brings forth new life that is so true so true and uh, you know it makes one think of the gospel passage where Jesus says do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul fear him who can destroy both body and soul in hell so uh the oldest monk to die was Father Marco Barbarich, who was 80. The youngest was Brother Louis Rados, who was just 20. But there was, in fact, I think six 20-year-olds, but he was the youngest of them. Um, a week later, the communists killed another seven friars in Mostar, three of whom were from the parish of Medjugorje. And in 1933, these three friars helped construct the cross on top of Cross Mountain, Mount Khrushchevitz. And uh, it's an enormous cross 33 feet high and um, all concrete so that was a very difficult task but those three men were part of constructing that cross and then embraced the true cross of martyrdom at the end of their life so it's a fascinating story fascinating place Um, we will be going there in April on the pilgrimage to Medjugorje with Tekton Ministries if you are still on the fence This is a good time to bring it to Our Lady and ask her if she's inviting you to go. And if she is, if you feel a tug on your heart, to go witness the beauty. and the Really, it's heaven comes down and kisses earth in Medjugorje. But we will be making a few of these little outward pilgrimages from Medjugorje, one of which will be to Soroki Brejig, to uh, see and witness this holy place where these men gave their lives, among other places. And so Tekton Ministries, you can Google it. Uh, they're based, I believe, in Chicago. Um, I don't have the number at my fingertips, but you know, look it up. Tecton, T-E-K-T-O-N Ministries. We, I think, we only have a few seats left on the on the pilgrimage. So, uh, the blood of the martyrs. It's an interesting uh, thing because. Most people would not want to be martyred. Therese of Lisieux did. She never got that uh, that wish answered. Um, but these men didn't know when they woke up that morning that that was the last day of their life. That's the interesting thing about... Uh, mar- Some martyrs have a little more notice, you know? Um, like uh, Paul, sitting in prison waiting for his his death day. And there's been others throughout history. But this was a very immediate transaction that occurred very suddenly so one minute they probably praying uh, afternoon uh, prayer and boom through the doors come the communists and uh, within 30 minutes they're all dead you know so the preparation for a holy death begins long before the event occurs you know you're not going to be able to have a holy death in uh, the site of persecution if you're not a, pe- a person of prayer daily prayer we must be a people of daily prayer not just for us but for others for others you know there's no limit to the hatred and the uh, destruction of uh, humanity when the devil enters into somebody's heart there's no limit to to the devastation that can occur Uh, So we have to be a people on the other side, filling our hearts with the love and the peace and the grace of Jesus Christ, which will conquer the hatred of Satan. You know, it not only did, well, these, these 30 men, they went to heaven that day. So murdering these 30 men, although it's a crime and it's a tragedy, uh, they're all the better for it. They're now one of the white robe martyrs in heaven. That's a privilege and an honored seat in heaven, by the way. But then from that come all these hundreds of vocations to religious life and the priesthood because of these men. So you see how God wins in the end. Satan was crushed. He thought he won, but he was crushed. And then life flourishes, new life, new vocations. And not only that, but because of the great faith of this people, then Our Lady comes down from heaven and establishes Uh, A semi uh, home in Medjugorje Where she visits every day Take that Satan You big buffoon Uh, You you thought you were going to have a victory But boy did you get crushed And so this is how God wins victories By us surrendering to his grace And allowing him to work through us And in the face of evil To respond with uh forgiveness and prayer praying for our enemies it's um it's the mission of the church uh i know that the, the, the our guide uh, this, on this upcoming trip and Vusik um this particular place has a very um heartfelt place in in her own life because she you know she was born and raised over there so she would have uh, been taught this probably her whole life when she was growing up about these martyrs Uh, the church has always forgot forget uh taught us to forgive our enemies pray for our persecutors and bless uh the, the ones who are after us the ones who would want to kill us <clears throat> and remember, during about the same period, Maximilian Colby did the same thing when he was imprisoned in Auschwitz. And he gave up his life so somebody could have new life and taken off the uh, the death squad. Um, so there's much. There's much to be thankful for. I think um, I'm looking for an article that I just read recently from Bill Donahue. Uh, This was just yesterday he published this. And uh, the title of it was Prepare Yourself for Martyrdom uh, When You Go Anywhere in Public. So it got my attention. He's speaking about the United States and also the United Kingdom. And in there, he remarks how um, the most common reason why nonviolent persons are being uh, bullied and attacked is because of their bu- biblical objection to the radical LGBT agenda. So freedom of speech and freedom of religion are being uh, trounced upon and uh, most civil libertarians are cheering for it. So uh, he's saying, so they've, they've even gone away from their own founding principles. So examples, just recently in January, there was a dozen Catholic students from Greenville, South Carolina Catholic High School who were ordered out of the Smithsonian uh, Museum in Washington. They were there for the march because they had beanies with pro-life messages. Remember, we live in a country where uh, freedom of speech is a right. Um, They were mocked, they were cursed at by the museum staff, no less. Not just by bystanders, by the staff. Do you see what I mean, how evil infiltrates hearts? And then, also in January, remember Ivan uh, Provorov, the hockey player on the Philadelphia Flyers? He skipped the warm-ups on Pride Night because he was... Not going to wear the pro-pride jersey he said it's against my religion I respect everybody's choices and uh, my choice is to stay true to myself and my faith and he was mocked for that also in January Paul Shuro a black Christian walked into the Mall of America in Minnesota wearing a t-shirt that said Jesus is the only way security officers responding to complaints said to him if you want to shop here you need to take off that shirt Oh my gosh my goodness Jesus is the only way is offensive. Well you know who it's offensive to it's, he, Jesus is the only way it's offensive to Satan. Do you see what, what I'm talking about? When Satan infiltrates the minds and hearts of people, they go ballistic against anything that is related to Jesus or holiness. They can't stand it. It makes them crazy so remember this because our battle is not against flesh and blood it's against powers and principalities that's what saint paul taught us um so when you see these things you must be aware of warfare and how to engage in warfare when these things are happening you if this is happening to you personally you have the authority to take authority over these demons I would just, if I was this guy, I would have said, "Right, I said, in the name of Jesus, I bind all spirits of the Antichrist, all spirits of hatred, and I cast you to the foot of the cross, never to return here again." And you might suddenly see the whole mood swing into a neutral zone, because it's the spirits that are inflaming the people. We people have to be aware of this stuff. Let's see, in August of last year, on the first day of class at George Washington University, a female psychology professor named Lara Sheehe berated a Jewish female student in class because she said she was born in Israel because she was born in Israel. the pro- The professor continued to harass, Uh, Jewish students throughout the entire semester, smearing their reputations and using bigoted and obscene language to describe Israel on Twitter. So here we have an anti-Semite teaching, and nobody challenges this woman. Can you imagine? In April of last year, three students at the University of Idaho were asked by a fellow student why the Christian legal society, to which they belonged, required its members to believe in the Christian understanding of marriage. After they gave a biblical answer, they were reported to school officials, and three days later, the university's Office of Civil Rights and Investigation censored their speech, ordering the Christian students to stop all communication between them and the complaining student. See what's happening here? There's a complete um, shrugging off of our civil liberties that are guaranteed to us by the Constitution. Do you see this? January of last year, a Michigan junior high school student filed a suit in the U.S. district court against his high school district because he was suspended for three days the previous fall for stating his Christian beliefs in a private text conversation in a hallway at Plainwell High School. Private conversation. Also that month, in January of 22, a U.S. Army veteran was arrested for holding a sign that said, God bless the homeless vets. Arrested. For holding a sign freedom of speech remember that and freedom of religion they got him on but they went against both with this man he was handcuffed by police and charged with panhandling though all he was doing was holding the sign but of course they can't charge him with holding a sign because that goes against his constitutional rights he sued a year later in October of 21 a scholar-in-residence at Christopher Newport University in Newport News, Virginia, who proudly and openly identifies as a Christian woman of color, was condemned for criticizing DC Comics for making Superman's son bisexual. Students protested and wanted her removed from the campus, despite the fact that she deleted her tweet. Well, I'm just saying, you know, when you can't even voice an opinion because the other side will not have it, because it enrages them, it enrages them. Uh, These all sound bad, and they are, but this is the tip of the iceberg. Can you see where this is heading? You know, before the French Revolution, no one would have believed that priests would be hunted down and murdered, ripped out of homes, and then in the blink of an eye, there it was happening. You know, the morning in Bosnia, when these 30 friars woke up and had breakfast, they weren't thinking that was the last day of their life, that there would be uh, soldiers coming to uh, assassinate them in their home. And yet it happened. There's also a beautiful, beautiful opera called The Dialogue of the Carmelites. True story put to music about a group of Carmelites who um, also during the Second World War were imprisoned, uh, in, their, uh, in their cloister by soldiers. And they were f- told they had to renounce their faith. And they were stripped of their habits. They weren't asked to take them off. They ripped them off their bodies. Imagine uh, soldiers who were men ripping habits off of nuns, leaving them in their underwear. So, s- such a, a disgrace. Um, again, the enemy hates God and his people. And these nuns, you know what they did? They gave them sackcloth to put on. And they uh, took some of the, the water they were given and they poured it in the dirt on the floor. And they made mud. And they put, they made a, the cross on the front of each of their burlap um, sacks that they were wearing. And they said, these are our new habits. Well, these were strong women. These were strong women. And they too were forced to renounce God or die. And i believe it was by guillotine um it must have been france and uh, one by one they all they began singing the salve regina and one by one they came up and had their head lopped off and all of them were murdered and they are now martyrs in heaven on a throne uh, that gives glory to god the father for their faith nothing impresses God more than a people with great faith. And this is the faith we need for the days we live. So pray today for faith for you, for your family members, and for all people of God, that we would have great faith to not only uh, endure the days to come, but to enjoy the days to come, that we would know how pleasing we are to God. That's it for today. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Father Dan signing off.